This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. And hokey homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Well, the boys are back. The boys are back for one last time. Listen on the block, 93.7 The Ticket. My name's Nate Brennan. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, the nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. You're listening to On the Block, 93.7 The Ticket, 402-464-5685, Honda Lincoln Hotline. Also, the Sarter Heyman text line. We want to hear from you guys. You can also check us out on the Sarter Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, see what's going on here in studio. See where Strick's at because he is remote today. We're also going to bring in Austin. As you guys know, he's going to be taking over for me here on the block uh, but next week, actually, uh, next Monday. So, Austin, how you feeling? And Strick, welcome. You know, I'm uh, you know, still excited. Uh, a lot to learn still. Uh, glad to hear you'll be around in the area at least next week. So, yes. uh I might call you for help at some <laughs> yeah, point so again, so be ready on. for that. Yeah, but, you know, it's it's exciting. I'm excited for, for you and what's next for you. Thank I appreciate, you. appreciate everything that. you've done for me this yeah. week. And, uh, Strick, I'll try not to drop the ball too bad. No, man, listen, Austin, um, I'm sorry again. I'm not able to shake your hand, but I look forward to get back and, and being able to work in studio with you and uh, uh, get to know you a little bit more. I've, I've come quite fond of uh, – I've become quite fond of my guy Nate and – uh him and his uh, inner circle and, and the Virginia Hokie family that happened to come That's in. Right. So it's been pretty cool. I mean, we hate to see him go, but we also love to see you arrive in the same manner that, you know, that, that we have life, we die and another baby is born. So, you know, that's, that's the beauty of what, what's going on. The, the, on the block family, 93, seven, the ticket family is, is, is been great, man. You're going to have a great time here. So look forward to working with you. Yeah, so. it, it's definitely a good time in Austin. We wish you nothing but the best and I won't get too emotional right now. I'll warn you guys. My last sign off with on the block and, and saying goodbye to Strick over the airwaves is going to be a little difficult. So uh, we're going to save the sappy sappiness and, and all that for later, but I'll warn you. I might get a little bit emotional, but that's okay. Again, 402-464-5685. Strick, uh, I want to start with, with basketball because this first segment, the crossover went a little long. We were talking about Idaho, the moon landing, and then we were talking about Nebraska football, so it went a little bit long. Um but I want to break down a little bit of basketball because tonight that's – or excuse me, tomorrow that's what we're going to be having, a little bit of Nebraska ball. And they're coming off a, a pretty tough loss, Strick. And I know we broke it down a little bit. There's really not too much that we can talk about Tuesday's matchup against Michigan State. Uh, basically got pummeled since the opening tip. But I want to ask you because I, I think this next one for Nebraska – 
is one that not only you have to get, it's one that is gettable in the case that Minnesota comes into this one 6-7. and seven. Nebraska will be favored to win this one despite being on the road. 11 o'clock Big Ten Network. Uh, so, Strick, this is the last time people are going to be able to, to hear and learn about this Minnesota team before this weekend. So if you want to break down Minnesota a little bit and, and talk to <coughs> keys, keys to victory in this one. Well, Minnesota is coached by Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson, if some aren't familiar, uh, some of the listeners, he was with the uh, uh, Miles, Tim Miles regime in 2012, 2011. He didn't spend very much time here. Um, he's been a player at both Minnesota and at Northwestern. He's, uh, um, you know, he kind of took over the program and he's trying to get it turned around. Um, I think he won about 13 games last season uh, before taking over uh the Gophers job uh, in, in, in totality. He's been an assistant at Xavier, He's, you know, good young coach, you know, um, has connection to the program. So it, it makes it a little bit different. They started out five and one this year, got off to a great start. Things were looking good. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's like falling off the They fell it off. They fell off the mountain and uh, you know, five straight games. They dropped, uh, had a couple of uh, good non-conference wins and then, um, you know, find themselves up against Wisconsin and then also Michigan. So uh, they do good in close games. They're three and one in close games. So if this is going to be a close game, just watch out for them. They they finish very well. They have a, a couple of solid players, one of them being Jamison Battle. Jamison Battle is their, uh, was their leading scorer last year, averaged about almost 18 points a game. Um and now averaging 13 points a game, shooting 34% from the uh, three-point line. Garcia, uh, he's been a transfer for them, and, and Garcia's played at both North Carolina, so he's played in the ACC. You would, I'm sure you would love that. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> he was also at Marquette. So he's, he's, a, he's a tremendous impact player for them. Uh, he's their leading scorer right now, averaging 14 points a game and six rebounds. And then they have a solid point guard that runs the show for him, Taylor Cooper. Taylor Cooper, um, he's come up with a couple, like actually three double double figure uh, scoring. He's a double figure. I'm sorry, he's a double figure scorer with ten points a game, but he's also a good assist guy. Uh, so it, 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 you know, he's going to be somebody to watch out for because he's going to move the ball around. He's going to be able to find the guys, get them where they want to be. But Nebraska's going to have to uh, play tremendous defense again. Again, they can't get beat on the rebounds. Uh, as badly as they did in the last game uh, by like double digits, like twelve, mm-hmm. I think it was. And then they, you know, they've got to they've got to rebound well. But again, it's it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be the same story. We need Bandemil to find himself, and yes. we need one of the two guys, either Casey or um, or CJ Wilcher, to at least be relevant in the game for them to have success. I still think they need to get easy points. I don't think they need to be up in that 70 range like I felt they needed to against Michigan State, but I think they need to definitely be in the lower 60 range, playing some tremendous defense. Um, hopefully they can win, you know, with it by, you know, eight, 10 points is is the goal for this team. Alonzo, Ver- Alonzo Verge went nuts last year when he played this team. Um, you know, there are ob- obviously some new pieces to right. it, but. You know, um, big win that they got uh, over Minnesota last year. And and so, you know, they're coming in with some confidence. They've won um, in this series, uh, although Minnesota leads the series. Nebraska has won, um, I think, eight of the last nine or eight of the last ten. 
No, I'm sorry. I'm tripping. They won nine of the last 14. They won nine of the last 14. So uh, they've been up as of recent, but we'll, we'll see, man. This is a game I think they need to get, especially yeah. after dropping the yeah. Minnesota, I mean, the uh, Michigan State game. I think this is one they need to get. Um, you know, a down, a down Minnesota team, a team that's kind of on the ropes a little bit. I think you you gotta, you gotta give them the rope of dope and, and put them to sleep. Strick, I, I gotta ask you, and I hate saying this, but worst case scenario, Nebraska loses this game on the road to Minnesota, but between one and five, where's your panic meter at? Because I think that again, we've talked about it. Win against Iowa was great. Get that first win in the big 10 early, but we've seen this snowball effect. We've seen this slippery slope before. That that's nothing really new for Nebraska basketball. One to five. Where's your panic meter at if they if they drop this one to Minnesota? I mean, if they if five being the high, uh, what five being the highest? That, that's all. That's ultimate panic. We're that's freaking out. I'm panic. Yes. I would probably say I'm I'm a four because okay. again we talked about they they don't want to put themselves in a hole to make these games each of these games in the big 10 to be that much more important they want to they don't want to be in the hole that deep they want to be able to just stack some some wins in the win column and uh put those wins in the box and and uh be able to give themselves a shot at a good uh position in the big 10 tournament i mean that's what you really want to do you don't uh, it's not going to bode well for coach hoiberg i mean obviously he likes the style i'm sure trev and and all the uh powers that be like the style a little bit better than what it was, but at the same time, they want to see some wins on the win column. And, and, and really there's nothing Fred can do. I I feel bad for him because it's really, I mean, he's putting great game plans together. He's putting uh, a great strategy uh, out there against these different big 10 teams uh, and also non-conference games. And, and nights, some of the guys that just struggle, they just struggle to make shots and, I don't know what else you can do. You, you know, it's it's in between the ears at that point between the players and, and themselves. They've got to they've got to work that out. And that's the big thing too, Stricky. You, you you look at these games for Nebraska, and you're never going to have easy road games in the Big Ten. Simply put, any any time you go on the road in the Big Ten, it's going to be a tif- difficult matchup. Uh, but a game against Minnesota is is one that honestly you kind of have to win. Odd uh, keys to this game, and and what's the outcome? What's your prediction in this one before we head to break? Well, uh, one one key for me is um, they've got to they've got to get some easy transition buckets. I mean, whether it be by way of steals, whether it be by way of runouts, uh, run um, sneaking somebody out every now and then. I you know I don't know. They've got to figure out a way to get some easy buckets. Um, now, Austin, I want to throw it at you, man. Give me give me a couple other keys that you think this this Nebraska team would need in order to make it happen tonight. I, I think they need to do that. I think they need to rebound, but I think there's a couple more. Right. I think Juwan Gary's one on Jamison Battle. That's a guy who can get a tough bucket. I think he's going to be uh, the guy that Juwan Gary primarily guards. And I think that's a good matchup for Juwan Gary. I know Battle's got some skill, but Juwan Gary's mentality, I think, is a key. And Derek Walker had an okay night from the field, 7-13, I believe he was. But if he can step out on the perimeter where Dawson Garcia isn't great, but he's effective enough and kind of limit that stretch big potential. I think Nebraska can be the more physical team, which they haven't always been, especially on the road. So if Gary and Walker can set the tone, I think that goes a long way for that team. Yeah. And, and, and on, on that note with Derek Walker, it, it seems as if the floor is shrinking a little bit. I think, I think what's happening is, is they're trying to keep a guy in that corner 
so that if the guy helps, then Derek's got a very easy. But I think it's hindering Derek and being able to get into his mojo because it's just putting too many people around him for quick digs and, and th- sticking their hands in there uh, to kind of take away from Derek's counters or, or any strong move to the body because their hands are in there digging. So I, I think that's something they need to maybe figure out some plays to maybe run that guy out, get him weak side to give Derek a little bit more space over there to work when he does have it at that, um, you know, elbow extended location, which is the free throw line extended. Yeah, it'll be, it'll, it'll certainly be interesting to see because like you said, Strick, I think that panic meter's elevated if Nebraska can't find a way to win this one. One final recap, Nebraska will take on the Golden Gophers of Minnesota tomorrow. Nebraska comes into this one 8-7, and seven. Minnesota 6-7. and seven. Uh, Currently don't see a line on this one, but I know the matchup predictor for ESPN gives Nebraska a 56% chance of winning, so stay tuned for that. If you can't head over to Minnesota, which most of us probably won't, It'll be on Big Ten Network again tomorrow at 11 o'clock. we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back here on The Block. Next, we're going to talk about a little Jim Harbaugh. We're going to talk about the playoff. We're going to talk about Nebraska. Just encapsulate all of college football news. That's coming up next right here on The Block. 93.7 The Ticket. Stay with us. Uh 